When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. And and we're going to get into some of the positives still, but it's time to move on to our offensive review. And speaking of positives, Casey, things Mm -hmm. started off fantastically for this offense, Mm -hmm. especially against, I mean, this, this Saints defense is I mean, they're a stout defense. That's what they're known for. This Saints team is known for having a really good defense. And so the fact that you come in, you get the ball first thing. The Saints are like, we'll defer. Yeah. You get the ball first thing and you're like, okay, fine. You want to see what deferring feels like? We will show you what that means. They Mm -hmm. come in and they're moving the ball. Like all of a sudden you see. Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, you're like, whoa, that was 14 yards. That's incredible. Rashad White, okay, you're moving the ball. Okay, another Chris Godwin, like Russell Gage, you're just moving the Rashad White again. Okay, I'm liking it. Oh, you're mixing in Leonard Fournette. That's fun. I'm, again, a fan. What's happening? Okay, Leonard Fournette, we're, we're moving the ball. And then... Here's my first, I guess, problem with, like, it just feel like it stalled at some point. You move the ball all the way down the field, and then at a certain point, it just stalls. You get to, you get first and goal at the six, and Leonard Fournette up the middle, one yard. Chris Gardner. Godwin one yard Leonard Fournette up the middle again one yard and it's like it's like after moving the ball so well mixing mm-hmm. in Rashad White doing some of these other things you're at the goal line hey guess what you know what works at the goal line you know what you've done before yeah you've done stuff to Chris Godwin before Mike Evans was in a lot of coverage last night and so right. I I don't like you know blame them not being able to go get him um but like you've seen Coquift get a touchdown whenever you're at the goal. You've seen Kate Otten go get a touchdown when you're at the goal. Why not pursue another option? Especially whenever you already tried running Leonard Fournette up the middle and he only got one yard. That's mm-hmm. the first kind of like hiccup for me is like, you did such a good job. You mix things up. You moved the ball. You, you did something like, Yes, keep it up. And then you get to within five, six yards Mm -hmm. of a touchdown and all the way back to normal. 
Right. Um, and they, they got some points out of it. So good for them. They got three points. That's, you know, not terrible, but, uh, I just, they, like, they should have and could have gotten, you know, a touchdown Mm -hmm. there. They should have, they should have gotten a touchdown there and they didn't. And I, I, that didn't come back to bite them because they won the game, but seeing how they won the game, they could have made them, they could have made it easier on themselves and their Mm -hmm. defense if they put up seven right there first thing. Oh, absolutely. And you and I talk about this all the time. It's how you start. It's the tone that you set in the beginning there. And we know that this team is really big on tone. It takes them a long time to, you know, shed those bad plays and really get back into the game. And a big part of the reason that they can manage that is because of a veteran goat named Tom Brady. If Brady wasn't the quarterback, just imagine how the emotions would have taken them out of this game in the second quarter. So what you paint, what you painted so perfectly there is the fact that like, the plays specifically that they passed to Rashad White or to Chris Godwin. You're in the red zone. Leonard Fournette's just now getting back in the lineup from the hip pointer injury. We know that down the middle run plays are not you guys a strong suit, yet you decide in the red zone, hey, let's go ahead and give this a whirl. No, that's what we mean by by the play calling has to change. Like, I don't know what you guys are seeing and what conversation continues to fail out there on the field, but Leonard Fournette up the middle is not your key code. It's it's not it. And while Mike Evans tends to draw double coverage a lot, we've seen this guy, Matt Matera and I joked about this, naming a play in the red zone after him. Because regardless of the coverage, he tends to be that guy that can, can hit the corner of the red zone. As long as you have a quarterback named Tom Brady that can put it on him accurately, like that's an option still. They're making decisions out of fear. That's what it is. They're so freaking scared to do the wrong thing that they do the wrong thing. You know, yeah. when you're a kid and you're like, oh, well, I don't want to do this, but you still end up doing something way worse. That's what's that's what I feel is happening here. So the run up the middle, bad call, especially with Leonard Fournette. Like mm-hmm. even watching Rashad White try to take the ball down the middle wasn't very successful. The collapse. Mm-hmm. There. Now you're without Tristan Wirfs. You still got, you know, uh, Nick Leverett. Yeah, he's doing better than Luke Gedeke, but you don't have the strongest right side of the or left side of the line. You got Tristan works out. You've got Wells in there. You've got penalties going and you decide that you're going to try to do something in your run game that you don't have a strength in. Makes no sense to me, but no. then again, I've never put on pads, but I'm thinking that that's not a big ass to say, apply to your strengths. That's not one of them. Stop doing it or don't do it on first and third downs. So yeah, I mean, exactly. Well, especially it's like we know at this point it doesn't work. Like you've tried it, you've mm-hmm. tried it a lot, and it hasn't worked time. up to yeah. this point. So why, why continue to try it? Why continue to do so? It's like that's isn't that the definition of insanity? Continuing to do something and yeah. expecting different results. Like this, this the box might be sitting there in the dictionary. Like hey, we like this to is run not. It's not working. And on top of the fact that this specific thing is not working, you've seen what has worked. You've seen what does work. Mm -hmm. So just do the thing that works because we've seen it. And frankly, you did it later in the game. You did what worked whenever you needed to, whenever you had some pressure on you to do what worked, you did it. Mm -hmm. Why not just start the game that? Why not just start doing what works? 
Because right. again, it's like they need somebody's it, foot on their neck to do the right thing. Like it shouldn't, it, it shouldn't take that. So bad. Yeah. It shouldn't take that to finally make a decision because so what was interesting is I was running like the PFF stats throughout the game because of course, halfway through, I'm like, Oh my gosh, how is this worth the watch? Well, statistically, obviously the, the saints were leading in offensive plays and um, offensive yarded percentage and stuff. So it was obviously the last part of the fourth quarter where they started to ramp up those plays. If you spread that out, you could have put yourself in prime position to control the game from start to finish. Like the Bucks closed out with 75 offensive plays, 350 offensive yards. The biggest difference between them and the Saints is that they had average 4.7 yards per play where the Saints averaged 5.3, but Andy Dalton decided that he was just going to chuck that ball all day long. And you, it's worth it when Alave or Shaheed, I think I said his name correctly, are making the catches, but still there's nothing fa- fantastic that the Saints did better. They had their own fumbles. They had their own turnovers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like they had their own mistakes. It's just where the capitalization came in. Carlton Davis didn't uh, – we'll get there in a minute. But it's just like the coaching across the board, if they managed from the top, they could have put themselves in a different position. And they're not helping these players succeed. And it's really frustrating to watch because, you know, we've seen the Tom Brady antics on the sidelines. We're seeing Rashad White keep his composure as a rookie and KDOT and Keith and Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. But even with the coverage, Mike Evans' key – key defender was not a part of last night's game. Actually, I Mm -hmm. think we would like, we need to just like zoom in on that for a second. Marshawn Lattimore was not in the game and we didn't see Mike Evans until was it the second quarter that he finally got a pass? Yeah. I mean, it was a while before he was even looked at. Yeah. What kind of, how are you setting your player up to succeed there? This is also a guy who, when you guys are losing to, I don't know, the Panthers or the Browns is in double coverage and you have Tom Brady throw him the ball. Now, have most of those throws been successful? Absolutely not. But then you're going to keep out one of your top receivers, one of the top in the league from having a chance to do anything until nearly the second quarter, if not the second quarter. Yeah. That blew my mind. Marshawn Lattimore out. Everybody's raving about it before the game. And then no Mike Evans. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I'm looking at the plays in the first half. I don't even see... In the first half as a whole, right? As a whole. Like, not this is not even the first quarter. I don't even see him on any of these. I don't think he was even targeted in the first half, Casey. Okay, so that's just oh, made my worse. We're saying maybe maybe I maybe I missed something. Late in the second quarter, he got his first target. Was so maybe it? on that. But still, that might as well have been the second Even, half. I mean, yeah, it's like might as well. It's like, okay, yes, yes. He got his first target. It was um, it was on the review. Yep. Um, Tom Brady short pass to Mike Evans. 
for 14 yards. They called it incomplete at the very end of the second or yeah, right before halftime, they called it incomplete. They did an official review and they said, no, it actually was a complete pass. So that was the first time Mike Evans was targeted and he caught the ball. Yeah. Uh, Versus Matt Matthew, Tyron Matthew, who we know is, is a tyrant in the secondary in a good way, guys, not, not anything negative, but yeah, third and three Tampa Bay's 35 yard line enters the chat. Mike Evans. Yeah. Okie dokie. What have we talked about here on Jolly Rogers and touchdown the most Kaylee being predictable? Yeah. Don't be predictable. Don't be predictable. Try to mix it up. You have so many weapons. Try to mix it up. Rashad White, Rashad White, Rashad White, Rashad White. Back to Rashad White. There was a lot of of like, and they, it seems like they switched White and Fournette like different, um, on different like drives. So -hmm. then like you look at another drive and it's like Fournette, 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 you know, um, Chris Godwin and Kate Otten were somewhat consistent. Coquive had um, one of his um, catches uh, in that first quarter or in that first half. Um, so it, but it, but it just, it's not enough. And then, and then we do have to acknowledge that like there, Tom Brady, there were times where he was overthrowing his receivers uh, or yeah. underthrowing his receivers. Like Tom Brady wasn't perfect last night. He didn't, yeah. he didn't, it, it, he wasn't always on his mark. Again, there were times where there was really good connections, but it, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't the typical Tom Brady that we see. Um, he, he's aging like, like we all do, um, yeah. as much as we try to not do, um, and I don't know whether it's like, again, age or other things going on, but yeah, mm-hmm. he wasn't, he wasn't exactly on his mark last night. And there were some times that part of the incomplete passes, some of them are on him for, yes. for overthrows or underthrows, just missing, missing his target generally. Um, but yeah, it just, it, frankly, what happened was. What happened at the at the end of that first drive where they just kind of stalled? I mean, that's a story essentially of the offense for the for most of this game. Like you push forward, you do something great, and that very first drive, you get into the red zone and you stall. And then mm-hmm. every single other drive, you're stalling. Punt, 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 interception. Oh my gosh, the fumble. Like, like that. Let's talk about some of this, Casey. You have an interception to end the second, end the second uh, um, quarter. So basically, like you're ending the first half on an interception. Not great. Then the Saints get the ball to start the second half. They have to punt. Like, good job on your defense. Three plays. They only got two yards. Your defense makes them punt. What do you do? Oh, you fumble the ball. Cool. Like you have an opportunity here. They just, you know, they, they, they put up a touchdown before, you know, in the first half, like it's seven, three, then they got a field goal off of your interception. Right. 10, three. What are you going to do about it? Bucks? What are you going to do about it? Oh, you're going to 
fumble the it's just again it's like the stalling like you essentially end the first half and start the second half giving the ball back to the saints Mm -hmm. that doesn't help anything that doesn't that is yeah it's it's very very unideal um and then you follow that up with two drives that you can't get anything done. The one has – you have eight plays on it, so you're moving the ball some mm-hmm. before you have, you know, a few incomplete passes. And, and you know, I'll take – I'll take my wor- – I'll, I'll not eat my words, but I'll, like, say <laughs> this. On the one drive, you, you're moving the ball. Leonard Fournette's going. You've got Fournette again. Uh, Chris Godwin, you're moving the ball and then, yeah, you, you hit K dot and he moves the ball, but then you have two incomplete passes to, you know, your tight ends who like credit to you. I have to give credit where credit you're using, but it's, you know, not fantastic. So Casey, then let's get to the very, very end of this game (laughs) when, 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 Things finally start to come together a little bit. Sly. But it's like in the way that things come together, it's not all skill. And that's the biggest problem I have. Like some of it is luck. The fact mm-hmm. that you got on this first um, touchdown, like you shot yourself in the foot because you had a holding call. Um, so then it was second and 10 and you would have had, you know, six yards. So it would have been, you know, third and four, but instead offensive holding makes it second and 20. And the only reason that you move the ball down the field is because the saints get a pass interference call on them and Mm -hmm. you move 44 yards down the, like you didn't do anything. That's not credit to you. The Saints shot themselves in the foot. And then yep. luckily Kate Otten and 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 Tom Brady made the best of it and connected and got in the end zone. But like that's not a you thing. Like you don't do you, I don't think that you get the credit for that. Like the Saints shot themselves in, you made the most of it. I'll give you credit for that. You made the most of that situation. But like again, that's when I say, like, I don't know what this team deserved to win the game. Because because the way that they played and this and the skill is there, but the way that they played, they didn't do what they needed to do to win the game. Yeah, I feel like it was more so the Saints shooting themselves in the foot, the Saints handing them the win, and the Bucks shot themselves in the foot at times as well. Don't get me wrong, you know I just talked about the interception and the fumble, but this is I mean the last. Where where you really start getting things going. There's like three minutes left in the game, maybe like three and a half minutes or something, right? You you move. You're starting to move the ball down the field. You're doing a really good job, but then you make a huge mistake, offensive holding, and then really again, the only reason that you're you're getting in goal range is because of a pass interference call on the Saints. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like, again, credit for taking advantage, but they didn't you earn it. Credit for moving the ball down the field. You didn't. Like the the, yeah. the ref did. You, you don't get extra pay for doing what you were supposed to do in the first place. Um, yeah. yeah. 
granted the saints if they didn't completely start to crumble in crucial moments then it was the saints game to win and i would have maybe given them a little bit more credit in terms of rallying together and having that strong quote-unquote finish but yeah they did I look, I appreciate Donovan Smith. I appreciate anybody that can line up on the line and put their body through the works down by down by down. Here's the thing. Donovan Smith was such a veteran presence on this offensive line. He had a great season last year and now he's racking up these penalties. And it's just like, come on, you know, better out of everybody on this line, you know, better. So that moment that untimely unfortunate penalty if they would have not had that penalty and everything would have stood yeah you guys earned it like that was that was you, totally. you did it you drove it home to pick up a but stupid he, he did it again he did it the right. very next drive on a touchdown and yep. it got called back. like uh, again credit the fact that after that like that's so deflating that yeah. has to be so deflating. And the fact that with like literally 12 seconds left to go, mm -hmm. you go and you, and you make it happen. Like you, there was 19 seconds left. They get a touchdown nullified. So now you have to move back. You were at first and goal. Now you're first and 15. You're not mm -hmm. even at the goal anymore. Incomplete pass. Four seconds runs out. It's 12 seconds left. Chris Godwin, again, that part of the reason he is my standout player, nine yards, third and goal. Rashad White, like, comes in big, and that's why he was your standout player. But, like, you you shot your team in the foot twice. on, mm -hmm. and, and they overcame your mistakes. Like, yeah. you need to let that sink in, and you need to let that eat at you for a day. That yeah. you almost cost your team the game twice. You made the same mistake twice. Yeah. Like, not okay, dude. Not you okay. You can make these mistakes because you're going up against, you know, a, an aggressive pass rush. And the same situation kind of fell apart for him versus the Browns, which cost this team. I mean, the penalty yards alone have been racking up too much. So perfect point made there. In, in crucial and moments. Yeah, because here's the thing. This is a team that initially was struggling to find the end zone. Then you're going to put yourself in a position to rely on execution that has not existed consistently at all this season. Like, honestly, after that penalty was called, I was like, well, this was cute. They almost did it. And I was ready to wrap things up for the for the fifth time of the night. So, yes, I mean, the moral of the story is it's not over till it's over and that clock strikes zero. But um, if the Saints didn't start unraveling the score wouldn't have been 17-16 and the Saints would have been marching back to New Orleans with a victory under their belt. And Kaylee and I are going to ask for the 10,000th time that they take this win, they learn from their mistakes, and they move forward.